the paid program on 630 WLAP. This is the Tom Dupree Show on News Radio 630 WLAP and WLAP.com. Welcome to the camp. I guess you all know why we're here. My name is Tommy, and I became aware this year. If you want to follow me, you've got to play pinball. Your earplugs, put on your eye shades, you know where to put the cork. Welcome to the Tom Dupree Show. Today, as my guest, I have uh, a fellow named Dave Warren, as in warning, uh, with uh, <laughs> a group called Forerunners of America. But before we uh, get into our discussion, I'm going to read Psalm 63 from the King James Version. O God, thou art my God, early, early will I seek thee. My soul thirsteth for thee, my flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is. To see thy power and thy glory, so as I have seen thee in the sanctuary, because thy loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise thee. Thus will I bless thee while I live. I will lift up my hands in thy name. My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness, and my mouth shall praise thee with joyful lips. When I remember thee upon my bed and meditate on thee in the night watches, because thou hast been my help, Therefore, in the shadow of thy wings will I rejoice. My soul followeth hard after thee, thy right hand upholdeth me. But those that seek my soul to destroy it shall go into the lower parts of the earth. They shall fall by the sword. They shall be a portion for foxes. But the king shall rejoice in God. Everyone that sweareth by him shall glory. But the mouth of them that speak lies shall be stopped. <laughs> Psalm 63, the King James Version. Uh, I, I want to say just a little bit about my guest. Um, I have recently met him on a Zoom call that happens every Wednesday morning. And the very first time I heard him start speaking, I said, I need to get to know that guy a little bit better. And so, uh, you know, we haven't talked that much, but some. Uh, his name is Dave Warren, W-A-R-N. He founded 
um, an organization called Forerunners of America. And uh, from what I can uh, get from their website, their um, goal and purpose is to warn America, to try to get America, especially the American church and Christians, uh, out of their complacency and to understand uh, the purposes of God uh, in this day and time. And as such, they, they do a variety of things. Uh, they have a blog. They have some teachings. They'll actually come out and speak to groups and help people form uh, groups to pray and, and uh, kind of uh, uh, seek God about what's going on in this day and time. And, and, and that's what they do. Dave, am I, am I getting it right? Hello? Yeah. Maybe my website is more clear than I thought it was. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so, so tell us a little bit about how, you got to this point. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I came to Christ in college and I was in campus ministry for a number of years in, in a couple of different organizations. Uh, both of them together was 27 years of doing ministry with college students, typically on, on secular campuses um, and so forth and in state schools. But, you know, during that entire time, my burden for the nation was always there. So what I'm saying is not only college students, not, not only university campuses, but the whole nation. And I just saw that burden growing and growing. And, um, and so things kind of hit up or there's a key moment I should say in 2011. Um, I, uh, I went on a prayer retreat, just one friend who was also burdened, about the nation. So just the two of us, we went on this prayer retreat together just simply to pray for the nation. Um, so it was just the two of us. We're only going to be going a couple of days, but fasting, praying, reading the scriptures for a couple of days, just seeking Lord on behalf of the nation. And in 2011, this was actually the second time we had done this. And, uh, and the Lord had spoken to him powerfully during the first time yeah, we were together, but it was this second time that we were just simply seeking God uh, with all of our hearts, and we were praying through uh, actually the book of Jeremiah, and it was taking hours because we would read a chapter and then pray about anything pertinent to our nation here in America and then read a chapter and pray and so forth. And and eventually um, those themes of Jeremiah, so many of them did connect with what's going on in America. And it was just like our prayer time was going further and further. And on the first day later, um, it was like the Lord just showed up and it was very powerful. And it was one of the most profound experiences I've ever had with the Lord. But, but the summary of it would be just simply that uh, when the Lord showed up in this uh, more dramatic way is that I felt like he, he, I, that he revealed to me, that America had crossed the line and um, not that we couldn't have revival, not that uh, things can't be changed or mitigated or whatever, but just simply um, that America had crossed the line and that, that some 
form of judgment was coming to America. And so, you know, I just held on to that and, and let me remind everyone, I'm still in campus ministry. I'm not doing what I'm doing now. And so right. here it's like, oh, wow, what do you do with that? And, well, anyway, I, I held on to it, but I just, uh, it was kind of on the back burner for a couple of years. And then it was a couple of years later where the Lord, uh, metaphorically, he tapped me on the shoulder and he said, okay, now it's time for you to launch Forerunners of America. So I had that experience with the Lord, but I, I didn't talk about it. I, I really um, didn't know what to do with it for a couple of years. And then we did launch Forerunners of America in 2014. So I guess it was three years after that experience. Do you, do you see yourself as a prophetic ministry or uh, more of an enabling kind of ministry or, uh, you know, how would you categorize it? Yeah, well, Tom, you might have picked up on both of those aspects uh, from being at our website, and I think that's good. Um, Let me put it this way. Our first step out of the blocks is that we are a prophetic ministry, and what I mean by that it's just like Jeremiah and Isaiah and Amos and other prophets warned the nation of their days. Um, uh, so we're, we're warning the nation uh, in our day. We're warning America in terms of this, in terms of biblically what's going on in our nation. And I think almost everything we see in the news, um, whether it's the recent things like COVID-19 pandemic or it's race riots or it's the election going on right now, um, it should have been over on Tuesday, but as we yeah. all know, it's not over. Everything, everything is talked about in the Bible. God, all, all truth is God's truth. And, and so God is raised up to warn the nation in terms of where, where we're um, going off, uh, off track from, from God's word. And then secondly, um, when you said kind of being an enabling uh, ministry or assisting people, the second thing the Lord has really given us to do is to help people respond in faith. In, in other words, um, to help people become dramatically more fruitful in their uh, Christian lives and witness and so forth. And so, yeah, we do enable people. We enable people uh, both to, to see what's going on in our nation from a biblical perspective, but then also to personally respond in faith and become dramatically more fruitful. So give me some examples of uh that i mean maybe uh, places you've gone and groups you've addressed and and actually worked with and uh, uh tell me a little t- tell me a story about that if you would sure absolutely um i remember uh pretty early on uh we were going to different cities to do what we would call discern the hour weekends and they would typically be a friday night in part of a Saturday, and um, we, we did these things everywhere from Menominee, Wisconsin, to South Bend, Indiana, which, by the way, that's where Amy Coney Barrett is from, our new Supreme Court Justice. Right. But we were right there. We went to Atlanta. Um, you know, we went to some, some other locations as well, and we basically would spend that Friday night talking about, you know, what do we observe in our nation from a biblical perspective? But then we don't want to just... Uh, you know, sit in that. We want to help people respond in faith. And so, um, and so, you know, we help give training at these uh, seminars. We help give training uh, in areas of evangelism as well as 
understanding uh, the enemy and what he's up to and trying to get him out of our lives. If we can see the enemy defeated, we'll become dramatically more fruitful of these kinds of things. And I have all kinds of stories related to that um, and, and other things as well. But just really to see God move in power is, is one way to put that. You know, Paul said um, that, that he didn't come with eloquence of speech, but he came with power. And we're just trying to help Christians in America do that because I'll tell you what, I love to lay out the truth. We've got to do that. Obviously, that's a huge biblical theme. But in America, what I've observed, both within more of an evangelical camp, that camp as well as the charismatic camp, we're often talking about things, but we're doing it without the power. And so so we've tried to do that, you know, help people in that area. And we've even held uh, conferences that uh, that focused on, on these various aspects um, as well. Um, and, and maybe I can just share one very specific story. I don't know how far you want to go down this, but like um, we had specifically talked about how we can open doors to the enemy, even in our lives as Christians and be deceived. And I was actually at the end of one of our conferences and I was kind of wore out running it and, you know, doing the whole thing um, as part of our Forerunners of America ministry. And I was just thinking we were wrapping up in this gal um, that I was praying for. And I was simply just praying what I would call a pretty simple prayer. Suddenly she began to manifest the demonic. And so it's like, well, here we go. And at the very end of that conference, she was completely freed from, uh, from what she'd struggled with for a number of years. And I, I happened to, um, know her and are able to see her and, and, and follow up with her. I mean, her whole life was changed. And, you know, so we've seen, what I'm trying to say is we've seen these kinds of things because if God's people can become free and move in power and, and become more fruitful, we are going to see America impacted. Even, even if there is judgment ahead, shakings ahead, difficulty ahead, we can still take a greater harvest in those days. So all of this, at least in my mind, as the director of this ministry, all of this does uh, work together. I was listening to uh, a teaching from Mike Bickle the other day. I'm sure you're familiar with with Mike, the the head of IHOP in Kansas City. Yes. Uh-huh. And he was talking about uh, that we could basically have two things going at the same time. Uh, persecution and disorder and lots of darkness and craziness and great light and great um, revival and uh, people uh, coming to the Lord that it, 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 it could that the, the two would would be happening at the same time uh, because it really almost, it's a kind of a human thing. It seems that if everything seems status quo, uh, and, and just normal, then, uh, people have no need of God, uh, or to really reach out to God in a, in a, in a new and uh, more strenuous way. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I would say, uh, how the Lord has given this to me. And I would say both through, through studying the scriptures as well as my personal walk with him, which of course is more subjective, but I would say both of those things together, it would be similar to what Mike Bickle is saying there. I, um, 
again, kind of going back to my history here since that prayer, prayer uh, retreat my friend and I did uh, in 2011, and then walking that out over the last several years, um, the Lord seemed to really uh, share with me that I, I, I need to warn the nation about all kinds of things, but ultimately that there will be a great shaking that comes to America. And that kind of what Mike Bickle's saying, there's a lot of difficulty, darkness there for sure. Um, there's there, those kinds of things I believe are coming. Um, you know, some people don't like to use the word judgment. I believe there's both corrective judgments and final judgment. And that's a discussion in and of, in and of itself. But, but a corrective judgment, God's just doing this because he loves us. He's calling us back. We'll see that uh, with the nation of Israel and so forth. Um, but okay. So I believe all that's coming. If we don't like the word judgment, I would just say a great humbling is coming to America. A great shaking, or I should say plural shakings are coming to America and these kinds of things. Um, and, and, and I don't believe we will avert that with revival, although I, I believe in revival and I'm hopeful for that, but I don't believe we avert the difficulty. So that would also line up with what you were just saying. And then what the Lord also specifically gave me related to all of this is that it's in the midst of that difficulty that we can take a great harvest. And that uh, very specifically, Acts chapter 8 is what what the Lord has given me um, in this ministry to really proclaim and and be rooted in. In Acts chapter 8, if you remember, the end of chapter 7 is when Stephen is martyred. Yes. And there is a great difficulty. It says at the beginning of, of Acts chapter 8, it says that not just persecution, but it says a great persecution broke out within Jerusalem. And then the the um, disciples were scattered. We find Philip in Samaria. And, and Philip has seen Samaria change from, from the bottom up, the top down, whatever, but he is seeing it changing, it, it, and it's through what we're talking about here. It's through the gospel of the kingdom that the, the word is being preached. There's also power there in terms of physical healings, deliverance. It says the demons actually left with shrieks. But then it says, I believe it's verse 8, where it says, and the city was in much joy. And wow. that, that's the thing. Great difficulty, but a great move of God. This move move of God continues throughout the rest of the chapter, uh, which I, I won't take time to get into right now, but the Lord gave me that, that, and let me say it this way, very specifically, so everyone can understand, that there will be a season of time when we will experience an Acts chapter 8 ministry, similar to what Philip did in that chapter and the other apostles, uh, Peter and John show up in that chapter too, but there'll be a season of time when we're experiencing that, and that we have to be ready for that now. So part of what I've been doing in this ministry is helping people really realize we have to be ready to respond in faith as, it, as it's related to national shakings or judgment. But you also have to be ready right now and, and, and uh, uh, moving in as much as God will give us the grace to move in this more fruitful ministry, this ministry of power. We have to be moving in that right right now because, because of what's coming. The judgment or whatever you want to call it, the shakings, I call it judgment, is God's mercy. You, we, we can't keep going down the same path we've been going down and be sustainable. We have to have a shaking. We have to have this kind of thing. And the only way you're going to get the uh, reap the uh, harvest you're talking about 
is from the shaking. It, it's, mm. it seems to me that you can't have one without the other. Right. You know, I believe that we will see a much greater harvest because of the difficulties that are coming and how God will shake our nation. I mean, let me put it this way. Uh, my wife and I, we know people that because of the COVID-19 pandemic this year, because of that, they were shaken and they got serious with the Lord. There was fruit from that. Um, you know, anything that comes that can be somewhat difficult, and I'm talking about much greater difficulty, but anything like this, it can create a greater harvest. It's like this. People finally um, are dropping their golf clubs for a minute or their video games for a few minutes. And they're going, whoa, what is going on here? Finally, yeah. more broadly, people began to ask the right questions or to want answers. And that's where as believers, we got to be ready. Yeah, exactly. Elizabeth. I got to get my music going. We're going to go to a break right now. You're listening to the Tom Dupree show. We'll be back in just a few minutes. This is what's happening. The count is being completed. If you count the legal votes, I easily win. Get the latest. They're just trying to get an outcome. Damn the law. Check in often. There's going to be a lot of litigation. Democracy is sometimes messy. With News Radio 630, WLAP. We live in uncertain times. It is not uncommon for investors to be fearful about the equity markets and what they may or may not do. At Dupree Financial Group, we are here to act as a sounding board for our clients and prospects as they seek to develop understanding of how to proceed with their investments. Since we are in uncharted waters, our efforts are to educate, guide, and empower our clients. Despite the unique nature of today's investment climate, there are parallels with past markets that can be drawn. We can share some of these ideas with you. For a free analysis of your retirement investment accounts, call the Prefinancial Group at 859-233-0400. And be sure to listen to the Tom Dupree Show Saturdays from 7 to 9 a.m. at News Radio 630 WLAP. That's the Prefinancial Group at 859-233-0400. 20 years, six Super Bowl championships. The New England Patriots of Tom Brady and Bill Belichick are the greatest dynasty in NFL history. I'm Gary Myers. Join me for a new podcast, The GOAT, Tom Brady, where I pull back the curtain on the greatest run of sustained success by one player and one team in NFL history. The GOAT, Tom Brady, is available now. Listen and follow on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Jenny's is a locally owned mom and pop shop with big flavor. They offer specialty salads and sandwiches made with fresh, locally grown quality ingredients. Try their hog on a hog, slow cooked pork piled high on a toasted hoagie, or the Misty's Chicken Delight, served on a fresh croissant. Available for pickup or delivery. Visit fourkits.com for hours of operation and to order. That's F O U R K I T S.com. Jenny's, sister restaurant to Lexington's Tally Ho. Capital One checking and savings accounts have no fees or minimums and a top-rated banking app that lets you manage your money anytime, anywhere, even from your favorite hiking trail. With Capital One's app, you can check your balance, deposit checks, pay bills, and transfer money from wherever you are anytime you want, even when you're cooking dinner. Open a fee-free checking or savings account online in about five minutes. This is banking reimagined. Capital One, what's in your wallet? Consumer accounts only. Approval required. Terms apply. Capital One NA, member FDIC. Beautiful weather again today. Temperatures low in mid-70s. I like this forecast so much. I'm going to play it again on Sunday into Monday. We're going to be close to record highs during that time. We'll finally change it up into the middle of next week with seasonal chill and some showers. From the WKYT First Alert Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Chris Bailey. Broadcasting live 24-7 from the heart of Big Blue Nation. This is News Radio 630 WLAP and iHeart Radio Station. If you're trying to quit smoking or even stop vaping, you need to try QuitGo. Now available in CVS, the QuitGo Soft Tip Inhaler is designed to satisfy cravings and oral fixation instantly. There's no smoke, there's no nicotine, it's non-addictive. A natural system that helps to relax you, it doesn't bother anybody, you can use it in a restaurant or in the office. Quit smoking and vaping today with QuitGo, available now at CVS or visit QuitGo.com. That's Q-U-I-T-G-O.com. That's QuitGo.com. Running a successful business is a lot harder than it looks. The key to your success, and you know this, is having the absolute best people working with you. Finding and recruiting the most talented people is as important as ever. There's one place, one website you can rely on to connect you with qualified candidates. That place is ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter posts your job on over 100 of the web's leading job sites, and that's just the start. Using powerful matching technology, ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes on file to find people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply for your position. You're able to log on where you can review and rate your candidates. Four out of five employers who uh, post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter free. Go online to ZipRecruiter.com rush. That's ZipRecruiter.com rush. ZipRecruiter is the smartest way to hire. Hi, this is Tom Dupree with Dupree Financial Group. Many people have 401k and 403b plans for their retirement investment accounts. In certain cases, our firm can help participants in these plans manage their investments. This can be helpful because those retirement plans often offer numerous different mutual funds as investment options, and unless the participant is an investment expert, it can be quite confusing. In this case, we put our investment expertise to work for you, the participant. For a free analysis of your retirement investment accounts, call Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400. Also, be sure to listen to the Tom Dupree Show Saturdays from 7 to 9 a.m. at News Radio 630 WLAP or WLAP.com. That's Dupree Financial Group at 859 233 0400.
630 WLAP. Welcome back to the Tom Dupree Show. I'm talking with Dave Warren, W-A-R-N, Forerunners of America, which is an organization that he started to basically get the word out to people in the United States. Wake up! Now, you know, Dave, you've talked about Jeremiah 18. I'm, yeah, Jeremiah uh, chapter 18 and uh, specifically verses uh, 7 through 10. I, I'm going to go ahead and read that uh, if that's all right with you. Um, yeah, that, that, that'd be great. This is one of the passages that we really uh, founded uh, Forerunners of America on. I'm going to, I'm going to start with verse one, uh, of eight of 18, the word, which came to Jeremiah from the Lord saying, arise and go down to the potter's house. And there I will cause thee to hear my words. Then I went down to the potter's house and behold, he wrought a work on the wheels and the vessel that he made of clay was marred in the hand of the potter, so he made it again another vessel, as seemed good to the potter to make it. Then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, O house of Israel, cannot I do with you as this potter, saith the Lord? Behold, as the clay is in the potter's hand, so are you in my hand, O house of Israel." Here's verse 7. At what instant shall I speak concerning a nation and concerning a kingdom to pluck up and to pull down and to destroy it? If that nation against whom I have pronounced turn from their evil, I will repent of the evil that I thought to do unto them. And at what instant shall I speak concerning a nation and concerning a kingdom to build it and to plant it. If it do evil in my sight that I, that it obey not my voice, then I will repent of the good wherewith I said I would benefit them. You know, um, I was struck by some things in this election, amazing discrepancies. Um, in, in Colorado, uh, you had, uh, the, the people of the state of Colorado actually vote down a ban on late term abortions. In other words, they voted in favor of aborting children basically when they're born. Wow. And, and then you had, uh, 60 you know, however many, 70 million people vote for this guy, Joe Biden, who is just, you know, a puppet in a sense, and uh, ignore uh, the uh, things that his son has done. And that's, <laughs> it's just crazy. But then you have massive pickups in the House of Representatives and many pro-life women 
were uh, among uh, some of these uh, pickups. So, you know, the, it was expected uh, by the pundits that the uh, uh, the House in the, the Democrat House would actually gain members, and they uh-huh. lost a lot of members. And in fact, depends on who you listen to. I'm being told that based on the, the races that are still in play, now that's if the Democrats can't go around and steal votes uh, on those like they've done with the presidential election, but that based on these races that are still in play, uh, there's even a chance that uh, that the Republicans could take back the House. I don't know if you'd heard that also, but, you know, I've been following that. And, uh, you know, we don't well, know. The- go ahead. Say that you finished. You finished, Tom. Yeah, I will. But so when he's talking about judgment, and then we all in the church, we all want to say, "Well, it starts at you know, it always starts at the house of God," and 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 I believe that's true. And you know, it could be the fact that it's our fault there aren't more converts in America today, and and uh, you know, I, it. Well, yeah, if I could just interject. Yeah, go that, ahead. Jump in. I, yeah, I do believe that um, that God's people will decide things like what we do going before him. You know, the themes of Second Chronicles 7.14 of, of humbling ourselves, praying, seeking God's face, turning from our wicked ways. You know, if we're doing these things, this is what really decides um, the outcome on so many things. Not, not everything, but on a lot of things. And so it is the people. And... Um, meaning God's people. And I do want to backtrack just a a little bit in what you were saying there. You know, you're talking about voting, you know, what people call down ballot or down ticket. And it's interesting, like, why, if you're so frustrated with President Trump and the Republicans, and you're so you're going to vote for Joe Biden, why did it not show down ballot? Like, when you're picking your, your own state, House of Representatives or Senators, or even for the, uh, you know, the, the federal government senators and uh, in House of Representatives, there are uh, what they're calling irregularities in the election. It seems like something funny has has gone on. And so, um, you know, it's, it is interesting what you're describing there is happening in Colorado. Now, um, I've also been looking at Michigan. And um, Michigan, there's just, a, again, a lot of irregularities. And the... Uh, you know, the, the Trump administration has already filed a lawsuit against the state of Michigan to stop accepting, um, or I should say counting ballots that, uh, where they're not having equal representation with Republican officials there, which is what the constitution requires. And so, yeah, there's a number of things going on. Uh, what you're highlighting there about how come when you're voting for the president, presidential race, how come that's not being reflected down ballot? Uh, that's a huge uh, thing that should should cause us to question what's happening here. Yeah, I I don't know how much how much headway they can make in, in Michigan because everything's dominated by Democrats um, and re- elections are a state run uh, enterprise. Uh, but 
you know, I, I've been among uh, a member of groups of people praying for uh, and fasting, you know, for God's will to be done. And um, I'd like to look at Jeremiah 18 again in verses 7 through 10. Um, and, you know, it it gives the um, uh, analogy of a nation being like a potter or like a pot that God himself fashions and that nations themselves come from God. And, and, you know, you, you had a, a very strong emphasis in one of your, uh, videos that I watched about nations and how important they are to the Lord and that, um, you know, that they'll, they'll even be nations after Jesus has come back, you know, uh, there's, right. there's still that distinction, uh, even in heaven of, of it, it's as if your national or, or your identity as, as a member of a nation is as powerful in some ways as your identity as a human being. Like this whole theme of nations throughout the scriptures has often been overlooked um, by, the, by the church in America. And it's, uh, it's something we've got to get clued into because what we just read here in Jeremiah 18 is that God has a purpose for nations. That's him at the potter's wheel. The clay is the nation, not us as individuals per se, but all of us as, as individuals do make up the nation. But the point being is that he's trying to move that nation into something that he wants it to be. Specifically in Jeremiah, Jeremiah 18, the clay doesn't cooperate. And it says, you know, that, uh, that it was spoiled in the hands of the potter, meaning God himself, it was spoiled in God's hand because the people were rebellious. They didn't listen to his voice, these kinds of things. Then we move on into those last three verses that you read, and it's clear that God is weighing nations in the balance today. This is, this is a timeless principle. Um, when you look at this carefully, this passage, it actually teaches that God is weighing every nation, including America today, in the balance. And so we need to be engaged, um, you know, in terms of everything that's going on and, uh, and, and really, uh, really be seeking the Lord on this with humility. Well, this is the only nation ever founded by people who loved God. I mean, it, it, it was, it's different, uh, singularly different than, uh, most other nations in in the world. Uh, most, most other nations, uh, it seems to me are based on ethnicity and, uh, America, despite uh, what some in Black Lives Matter and places, you know, say, is is not a nation based on ethnicity. It's based on a love of God, and and an ideal. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, 
it's interesting to just see how America has been this melting pot for the ethnicities and that we come up with this new thing that God has a, this great purpose and plan for. And we see that unfold over the, over the, uh, the generations. Um, I, uh, I would say, you know, in light of what you're talking about, um, I remember reading some stuff that Dr. Owen Lutzer uh, wrote on this very topic in, and he said, you know, nations are judged based on how much spiritual light and opportunity they've been given. You know, in his context, spiritual light is specifically the Bible, the gospel being preached. So the, 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 the church being alive in Christ. And in our nation, we've had all of that plus, uh, all of that at a very high degree, plus great awakenings, revivals, nation-changing things that have happened. And it, it really is stunning. So... What I would say um, is that other than the nation of Israel, uh, ancient Israel, there has been no other nation that has experienced as much spiritual light and opportunity as the, as the nation that we live in right now in America. And therefore, we are more responsible before a living God. We're not less responsible. We're more responsible. And, you know, one of the, the mottos that we talk about with America is, it's the land of opportunity. Hello, that it's because of that opportunity that we are more responsible before a holy living God. I uh, just read this uh, story. Uh, it was on Free Republic, which is one of the conservative sites I look at. Uh, history repeats itself. Lenin's actions to steal the 1917 election in Russia are eerily similar to the Democrats' steal today. And it, it goes into how they extended the polls and they brought in new ballots. And, and it said uh, that the Russian population was well-armed uh, and many of the Russians had military experience having faced the Kaiser's army on the Eastern Front. So the presence of weaponry and veterans was not a factor, uh, factor in opposing the Bolsheviks. The civil war that was inevitable between the Reds and Whites attested the fact with, that weaponry was accessible. No, contrary to many opinions today, Lenin's success was not because guns were outlawed. Now, you know, I, I don't know what the spiritual uh, temperature of the uh, population of Russia was at the time, you know, I think there was only one church and that was the uh, Russian Orthodox church and, and, you know, how close to God people were, were in that church. I, I don't know, but my guess is there was not, um, you know, there was, there was not a, a cohort uh, that was, you know, they might have known how to do uh, physical warfare, but did, did they know how to do spiritual warfare? And so yeah. I, I think in the church in America today, uh, those of us that do understand spiritual warfare and, and attacks from Satan and, and how to deal with them uh, are required, you know, to use that and to try to convey that to other people. Right. We, we are truly look, thinking of this, uh, looking at it from a spiritual lens. We are in the fight of our lives for this nation. And 
I'm grieved because I feel like so much of the church is still in a stupor. And I feel that, that we're not waking up and even just seeing recently how um, Dr. John Piper set the example for himself, not voting for either candidate because he felt like it was too, um, you'd lose too much with either candidate. I, I didn't see it that way, but um, I'm just saying that you know, when we look at even um, what I would call in that case, Dr. Piper giving um, a, uh, a voice that's going to cause a, a potential anyway, a, a, an undercurrent to keep Christians from actually engaging in the polls. Um, you know, we even have that kind of thing going on within the church. Now, um, now we need as a church to wake up. We need to become, uh, let's say, flying in formation with God in his purposes and the power of the Holy Spirit praying. And we do need to go after evil wickedness. I, I know, Tom, that recently we, we talked about a short video that Lou Engel just put out. And, and Lou Engel is sharing with us just over like, I think it was four minutes, but just the prayer of exposing the enemy. And what really caught my attention is uh, that the Lord had put it on my heart earlier in 2020 to pray that exact same thing. And, and the Lord is very specific with me uh, in terms of uh, praying for John Durham, who's, you know, running this investigation of, of corruption um, related to um, all, well, all kinds of all kinds of things that would implicate the FBI and the, the CIA and intelligence, all that, as well as the former president, as well as many, many other people, um, the Hillary Clinton campaign, all this stuff, but just praying for God to expose. God is the God of truth. He's the God of light. And I believe that one of our key uh, weapons that we have in this spiritual battle is asking God to come in his righteousness to be like the noonday sun and expose the wickedness in, in the nation. I would say the wickedness that's even in our, our structures and so forth that needs to be exposed so the truth and righteousness can come forth. I, I believe that, that that's one reason why President Trump ran four years ago and has continued down this path over the last four years is because God has a purpose to uh, shake things up. Uh, uh, Trump is no politician, and he has, as Lance Wolnow has said, he's a wrecking ball for the PC culture. And uh, anyway, I really believe that when we think spiritual battle in this nation, that we've got to be praying into this, asking God to, uh, if he's the God of truth, that he would expose lies, if he's the God of purity, that he would expose the corruption that is going on, and if he is a good good God, that he would expose the evil. I believe, I believe the exposure of this and then people being held accountable, I think it could be an amazing, amazing season uh, for the church and, and, and for our whole, whole nation. Well, we got to be ready for it. And we have to clean up our own houses because where are we complicit with, even involved with, or just dismissive of uh, and accepting of uh, corruption uh, in, in, in different areas. And, uh, you know, uh, everybody has to uh, take account of, of his or her uh, own house. So, listen, uh, 
Uh, Dave, I appreciate you being on today. Uh, it's Dave Warren. He's with Forerunners of America. You can uh, Google that and and learn more about his organization. And Elizabeth, you can you can find us at forerunnersofamerica.org. Okay, forerunnersofamerica.org. Thanks a lot, Dave, for being on the show today. Great. Glad to be with you, Tom. Thanks. Hold we, on. We appreciate you joining us. You're listening to the Tom Dupree Show. Coming to you from the Dupree Financial Studios on Main Street in Lexington, Kentucky. We'll be back the next hour with a little bit of talk about how the markets have responded to the election news. So don't go away. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a few minutes. which party you claim, lifestyle you lead, or religion you follow. We thank those who've served for keeping us free to do so, honoring their sacrifice this Veterans Day. Be grateful for their service. News Radio 630 WLAP. Hi, this is Tom Dupree with Dupree Financial Group. Many people have 401k and 403b plans for their retirement investment accounts. In certain cases, our firm can help participants in these plans manage their investments. This can be helpful because those retirement plans often offer numerous different mutual funds as investment options, and unless the participant is an investment expert, it can be quite confusing. In this case, we put our investment expertise to work for you, the participant. For a free analysis of your retirement investment accounts, Call Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400. Also, be sure to listen to the Tom Dupree Show Saturdays from 7 to 9 a.m. at News Radio 630 WLAP or WLAP.com. That's Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400.